This is the first time. Chirp Radio's live storytelling and music series recorded at Martyrs in Chicago's North Center neighborhood. Here's your host, Jen Sodini. Our last reader. I'm super excited, guys. Keep it going. We've got Megan Ensley. She is... Hi. I'm glad she wore sequins. Look at this crowd. She is in a band, The Mashed Potatoes. She sings themashedpotatoes.com. Guys, let's give a big, warm welcome, Megan Ensley. All right. Well, this story starts with most stories, and that is a woman named Robin Wasson. Oh, you're not familiar? Okay, so uh, Robin Wasson was Miss Kansas 1991. So that might give you a little more context to most of stories. Uh, So when I was four, my dad's best friend, Bernie Johnson, gave me an autographed photo of Robin Wasson. And I didn't really think too much of it. I kind of just put it up on my cork board next to my uh, other famous celebrity who I'd met, which was Louie Louie, the local radio uh, oldies station DJ. So I knew a lot of people in Topeka, Kansas at the time. Um, but you know what? I didn't really think about Robin Watson. I wasn't super into princesses and like crowns and stuff. Um, but kind of a funny thing happens to young women when they get older, their bodies change. And then before you know it, you're 13 and you have a bowl cut and you're overweight. Um, <laughs> And you start to not feel so great about yourself. And it was kind of a subconscious thing, but I kept seeing this Robin Wasson as this idea of perfection my whole time growing up. And uh, before I knew it, I wanted to be perfect. And I thought that the way to achieve that was to be Miss America. So I did it. I wasn't Miss America. Sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) Another story, another time. Uh, no, so in high school, I started looking into it, and I did my research, and, but you know what? I was too busy with, like, madrigals and, like, drinking Smirnoff ice, so I could not be bothered. But when I went to college, I was like, this is a perfect time to actually look into this because the idea of perfection never left. In fact, it only gotten stronger, uh, and that's very dangerous. Um, So, uh, let me just explain a bit about the pageant system, because it recently came to my attention, not everyone was obsessed with Miss America. So, this is how it happens. You have um, a local competition, and if you win that, you become like Miss Topeka, and then you go to Miss Kansas, and if you become Miss Kansas, you go to Miss America. And then after that, you're done, because it's not uh, the other pageant, and you don't, you know, you don't have to pay, and you get scholarships. The other parts are, there are different sectors. There's a talent competition. There is swimsuit, which is their most well-known section. Uh, There's evening gown, and then there's finally a platform and an interview. So the platform is basically the way that they show that, hey, we're smart women. We know about Afghanistan. Um, So I looked into it, and I did it, and I started contacting local directors. And my freshman year, I competed and lost because I didn't know what the F I was doing. And then my sophomore year, I competed and uh, got third runner-up, second runner-up, first runner-up. And then on March 17th, 2007, I was crowned Miss South Central Kansas 2007. 
And I gotta be honest with you, because we're all friends here, that's when shit hit the fan. Um, so I mentioned about how it kind of works, but there are local directors for each program. And this is like you sign contracts, and basically these directors are in charge of your gigs that you do, your appearances. Everything has to go through these directors. So I had two directors. Um, one of them was nice, and we'll call her Julie because that's her name. And the other one uh, was kind of a mix between like Kirstie Alley and Drop Dead Gorgeous and Candace Bergen and Miss Congeniality and like Voldemort. <laughs> and so along that theme, we'll call her the other woman. Um, so just to give you some context of these directors, I was trying on an evening gown one time and I was completely topless, because that's, you don't wear underwear. And pro tip, you don't wear underwear when you wear your evening gown. Um, and one of the directors said to me, it's so funny, you are a 20-year-old with the chest of a 45-year-old. And that was the nice director. So, uh, I go to Miss Kansas that year as Miss South Central, and I just have no clue what I'm doing because everything that was decided for me was decided by the other woman. And uh, she hated me. She hated me because I was too woke. Uh, she hated me because I was a size eight. And uh, she hated me because I wouldn't just like roll over for her. So um, here's the part where like, Miss Kansas was actually really wonderful. All the contestants are really great because they're all trying to be the best perfect versions of themselves. So they were hilarious. Um, I'm still kind of friends with some of them, but I was truly one of the only ones who defected, like from, defected from the clan. Uh, oh God. Uh, no, that's wrong. Um, from the Miss America organization. So at Miss Kansas, um, the, the other woman uh, was just really terrible to me. She started making up rumors and telling the other contestants and pageant directors and my parents even. And so I was like, no, you can't do that. So I had her a band from the Miss Kansas organization it, it, like for the Miss Kansas week by telling the executive directors uh, because I was 19 and again, woke AF. And um, after Miss, Miss Kansas ends, I do not do well. I do not place at all because I am just like miserable. And um, two weeks later, I was supposed to do this Rotary Club talk because there's really no one more qualified than a 19-year-old with rhinestones pinned to her hair to speak to a Rotary Club. Um, so I did that. And um, at this point, my parents had come with me because they didn't trust me being around this 45-year-old woman. And um, we get to the country club in Derby, Kansas, where I'm supposed to do my speech. And uh, I was asked to go up to a conference room with the other woman and um, there's another title holder there, and the lights are dim. And she slides a contract in front of me, an agreement. She's like, you need to sign this. And I was like, mm, what? And she's like, just sign it. And we did this circle dance for a while. And then eventually I said, listen, I'm not signing anything without a Miss Kansas representative or my attorney. And she got really mad. <laughs> so at that point, she said, well, this is for you to sign away your Miss South Central title. And I was like, nope, not doing that. Um, and she said it was on the grounds that I didn't, uh, you know, attend appearances, which was not true because I would never, you know, I had shirked all of my college responsibilities. I was not attending class. Like, why would I shirk Miss America? That's not what I would do. So uh, I got up to leave, and um, she got in my face. I was 19, this 45-year-old woman 
was screaming in my face to tell me to sit down. And I just was calm about it. And I said, no. And I kind of made my way to the door. I get to the door and um, she's standing in front of it. So I'm like pushing it open and this woman hits my hand away. And I'm like yelling for help to my parents who are uh, in the country club. And um, she keeps repeatedly hitting me and it like won't let me out. So eventually I'm like, listen, I'm not signing anything. This is ridiculous. Uh, again, 19, uh, 45. And she backs away from the door and says, well, fine, you're no longer Miss South Central. And at this point, my crown had been on the table, and I had worked for my entire 15 years prior to that to get this GD crown. So I said, uh, yeah, right. And I took my crown off the table, and that's when this woman runs after me on a balcony at a country club in Derby, Kansas, grabs me from behind, and we do this kind of like tug-of-war thing. And at that moment, it was like watching a movie, and we're, like, we're fighting over this crown. Like, it was, probably took like 20 cents to make. Um, and then I, I had this divine moment. You know in the Bible when... Um, <laughs> you know in the Bible when King Solomon has to make the judgment of the mothers and the baby, and the mother who really loves the child and it's hers gives it up? I had that divine moment. Thank you. And I let go of the crown. And at this time, my dad saw what was happening. He was like, what is going on? Started running up the stairs, and I ran down the stairs as my dad was running up. And I run outside, and I just scream, fuck! <laughs> and Miss South Central does not do that. Um, but after I like, composed myself, and I called the police, and the other woman, we'll call her Diane, because that's her fucking name. <laughs> she was arrested on criminal battery and restraint. And uh, that was Miss South Central. Um, now, a couple months go by, I'm like, done with this. Like, my dreams are crushed. And I was like, this is what I really wanted, and here I am. Like, no crown. The Miss Kansas organization bought me a new one. By the way, Diane motherfucking Perkins still has mine. Um, that's fine, I got a new one. Uh, I get a call from the Miss Capital City director in Topeka, which is where I'm from. She's like, Megan, we need one more woman to make this pageant happen. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, thank you. I learned what hate was because of this system. Uh, so she's like, please, just as a favor. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. Um, I win. Like, my first time. Like, I didn't even prepare. I, was, I missed Capital City 2008. And that's the one that I liked. Because I had a director uh, who was very lovely, and she supported me. And I went to Miss Kansas that year, and I uh, was a finalist. finalist. And um, it was a great experience. And you know what? I was going to continue to compete. And then um, my uh, dear friend, Allie, uh, who is still one of my best friends, was like, Megan, this is killing you. I forgot to mention that to do pageants, you have to like really erode your body and mind. Um, so I'd become a terrible person. And fortunately, um, I listened to Allie. And I... Hang, hung up my rhinestones and my butt glue. Oh, yeah, we use butt glue. Uh, for swimsuits. Uh, so I, I, I got rid of that. And um, I'm so glad that I figured it out because looking back at that 20-year-old, I cannot imagine where I was at to think that I would seek validation from seven strangers as I was walking around in a swimsuit. I'm also really glad that I got over that because I know so many people who don't. Um, I also realized that 
perfection isn't real, um, and I'm not perfect, because it's not real, and if it were real, it's really boring. And I'll also tell you, what's not boring is seeing your 45-year-old pageant director be arrested. Thank you.
You've been listening to a Chirp Radio podcast of our live storytelling and music series, The First Time. Our storyteller was Megan Ensley, and The First Time 2 performed Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. The First Time 2 is Liam Davis and Gerald Dowd. To hear more First Time pieces, check out the series' website, firsttime.chirpradio.org. And you can find other podcasts produced by the station at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next. <laughs>